0: going to have a conversation right now that uh, to me is fascinating. It is. Uh, I won't do it justice as I try and explain to you what we're talking about here, but there's a bit of an ethical debate that is raging in the organ transplant community around the world. Um, To my understanding, and this is like below layman's understanding at best, uh, it's a new procedure that it kind of has opened the door to a debate about when a potential organ donor is truly dead, for lack of a better term. I mean, it's much more complex and much more technical than that. So let's get in somebody who, who actually knows and can help us walk through this, because it, it really, really is interesting. We're going to be chatting now with Dr. Charles Weir, who's actually taking a lead in helping our government try and figure this out. He's a professor of medicine and philosophy at Western University. Dr. Weir, thank you for your time. I appreciate you joining us.
1: Hi, Shay, it's a, it's a pleasure to meet you, and thanks for, uh, thanks for having me on your show.
0: Really interesting conversation, and, I, and I'm sure I did an absolutely horrible job of explaining what we're going to be talking about here. So let's just start. You didn't. <laughs> let's just start with the procedure at hand and what's changed everything. What is the procedure that we're talking about?
1: Yeah, so we're, we're talking about a new, a new organ donation technology uh, that's not used in Canada yet, but, but it holds a lot of promise. So it's it's uh, it's got a big long technical name, but it's called NRP, and it's a new kind of perfusion technology that seeks to increase uh, the quality and number of organs that that, that can be retrieved. So, so Shay, I'm sure as you know, I mean there are over 4,000 Canadians uh, waiting for uh, on the organ uh, organ well, on the organ uh, transplant yeah. wait list. Yeah. And uh, there simply aren't enough aren't enough organs to meet this need. Every three days in Ontario, someone on the organ wait list actually dies waiting waiting for a transplant. So we need to find new and innovative ways to increase the number of uh, organs available for transplant in Canada. And NRP is is a new and and promising technology.
0: And that technology, um, as we said, basically it improves what, the, uh, the number of organs or the likelihood that the transplant will be successful? It, it basically improves the quality of the organ. Is that a way of putting it?
1: Yeah, no, I think you've got that exactly right. So about three quarters uh, of organs in Canada that are transplanted come from people um, after they've died who, who have made a, a decision prior to death to donate, donate their organs. An increasing number of those are coming from people uh, who've undergone a planned death in the intensive care unit. So they had an illness, uh, which had a very poor prognosis, and uh, the decision was made to withdraw life support. Uh, Under those circumstances, the respirator is turned off, life support is withdrawn, and the patient uh, has a cardiac arrest. Five minutes is waited, the so-called five-minute hands-off period, and then the person is declared dead. And then, provided that they've consented or their families consented, then uh, they go on uh, to have their organs retrieved. The problem is, though, because uh, the circulation has stopped, because the heart has stopped, because the the ventilator has been turned off, during that dying process and the five-minute hands-off period, those organs aren't getting blood and oxygen. And so a lot of damage is done at that time, And up to 70% of those organs actually can't be used to help other people. So this is where NRP comes in. NRP basically involves hooking up uh, a part of uh, the donor's body after death, say the abdomen or the chest and the abdomen, to a machine. Now this machine does the work of the heart and the lungs And it circulates oxygenated blood to those organs in the abdomen or the chest and abdomen uh, to prevent them being damaged during that process. The the hope is that it will lead to organs of increased quality being retrieved and perhaps even uh, improved long-term outcomes for organ recipients.
0: And, and And the rub here, and the issue is, okay, if you're doing that and you're restoring blood and oxygen to the organs for lack of a better term, is the patient truly dead at that point, right? And there is concern that you're almost reanimating somebody who ha- may have passed away, but now you're hooking them. i mean explain that part of it the, the the ethical dilemma around this
1: it's a it's a It's a really difficult question shay so so remember now these are patients who were declared dead. On the basis that their circulation had permanently stopped, right? And now we're hooking them up to basically a heart-lung machine that's restoring circulation. So, so ethicists have asked: Does that does that somehow does restoring circulation somehow invalidate um, the 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 terms on which they were declared dead? Even more complicated when we use when we use NRP and connect it to both the chest and the abdomen, organs in the chest and the abdomen. After about 30 minutes of running that heart lung machine, the donor's heart will actually start beating again. Oh boy. And you know, I think many people <laughs> hearing that would sort of say, "Well, wait a minute. They were declared dead based <laughs> on the fact that their heart had permanently stopped, and now you're saying that their heart is going to start again? Were they were they really right. dead?"
0: Well, exactly. So uh, now this is, uh, technology is emerging and countries are deciding that very question. And, and some have said, yeah, no, we're not, it's just not going to happen here, right? Didn't Australia say we're not using this?
1: Yeah, that, that, that's right, Shay. Of course, the technology is used in other countries. Spain has been using it uh, for a number of years, the United Kingdom. There are a number of centers uh, in the United States uh, using, using NRP. You know, I think in Canada, we're taking a more cautious approach. And um, colleagues and I have argued that, that look, you know, um, the most valuable thing here is the trust the Canadians hold in our organ donation system. So whatever yeah. changes we make, we need to make sure that trust is, is preserved. So we've argued that, that if NRP is used in Canada, we, we ought to start only with the kind of NRP that, that circulates blood and oxygen to organs in, in the abdomen, simply because um, you know, there isn't that problem of the heart starting. It's in not the gonna place. change what
0: we define as being alive or dead.
1: Well, you know, I think, I think a number of things need to happen here, Shay, before, before we can really look at uh, beginning to use NRP in Canada. One is we need to take a careful look at, at the guidelines that are in place in order to define death. Yeah. You know, this, this technology has really, has really changed, has really raised questions of, well, what counts? If, if circulation is being driven purely externally by a machine, is, is, is that what we mean by alive? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I think what we need to do here is, is re-examine those guidelines. There are also questions here of donor safety that I think require um, a closer look. So when surgeons use NRP, they, they take precautions to make sure that blood flow is only restored to a region of the body, and they take steps to make sure that there's no blood flow to the brain. But, you know, how do we really know that there isn't blood flow through, through alternative, um, alternative routes? That really hasn't been examined carefully in other countries, so I think we need very careful studies looking at NRP in a research setting here to monitor the brain to make sure that there's absolutely no blood flow to the brain. Mm -hmm. Because, of course, um, you know, if there's blood flow restored to the brain, there's a concern, uh, I think it's fairly unlikely, but there's a concern that brain function could become reanimated as a result, and that, of course, would be contrary to the donor's wishes. I think thirdly, there are questions here about consent. Uh, what do families need to know here? If, if, the, if the patient has has consented to organ donation, is that enough? Or, or do families need to provide specific consent to the use of this new perfusion technology? If so, when do we tell them? How much do they need to know? Uh, these are these are all really important questions that need to be addressed before we use NRP in Canada. Yeah,
0: what a, what what a puzzle to be working on, though, Doctor. I mean, it's it's a, it's it really is fascinating, and and like you say, there are so many different avenues to go down and explore, and uh, it, it's amazing. What do you think in terms of a timeline when Canada may come up with a policy on this?
1: Well, you know, uh, the group that I lead at at Western University, we're we're working with uh, uh, Canadian Blood Services, we're working with. Trillium Gift of Life Network, um, our organ donation organization in Ontario, Uh, we're working with uh, donor family uh, physicians uh, who care for uh, both donors and transplant recipients in order to work through these ethical issues. We're interviewing um, organ donor families, we're interviewing recipients to ask them the really important questions. What do you need to see to make sure that your trust in the organ donation system is is preserved. You know, my hope would be that, that we would move towards um, clarity on, on the definition of, of death uh, in, in the next uh, in, over the next year or two, and that we would also see in the research setting potentially the use of abdominal NRP um, to do those crucial studies to make sure that the uh, donor safety is, is ensured.
0: Amazing. Such an interesting conversation, doctor. Thank you so much for joining us.
1: Thanks, Shay. It was absolutely my pleasure.
0: Really appreciate it. That's Dr. Charles Ware, who is a professor of medicine and philosophy at Western University. And imagine in 2022, having to sit down and come up with a definitive definition of death and one that we can all agree on.